0: Ike Good evening. I hope you've had a wonderful week. I'm your host, Stephanie, and I'll be sharing short weekly dance stories with you during the Irish winter months between Samhain and Imbolc to make those long winter nights a bit less long for you. You will find a new story every Sunday night at 9 pm Irish time. I hope you're cozy and warm where you are. Now sit back, settle in, and enjoy the story. Episode 3 Mingling Amongst Generations It is a bit of a funny story how i got into set dancing in the first place i had seen irish traditional step dancing on the television when i was 14 and it was the real old style beautiful traditional step dancing and ever since i was always fascinated by it and made it a goal that one day i'll be able to do that hopefully one day And I started to get interested into anything Ireland related really and always wanting to go to Ireland someday. And anyway, one day when I was 17 in Switzerland, I read the newspaper and there was an ad in the newspaper saying that there would be a free evening with classes in Irish set dancing. And I read it and I thought That sounds beautiful. That must be what I knew, like what I saw on television when I was 14. Well, anyway, I had understood Irish and dancing, and there was this little word in the middle set that kind of confused me. So I just decided to ignore it. So eventually I went up to my friend and called her and said, Hey, there's this Irish dancing workshop somewhere in the village next door. Should we not go? Let's have a look. And around that time, Lord of the Dance was pretty big and that was how I could explain to my friend what Irish dancing was. But just on a side note, I said it before, it wasn't. I didn't see Irish step dancing through Lord of the Dance nor River Dance. It was really something else, something much more beautiful and more traditional. So I called her up and we, we agreed to go together and have a look. And really expecting this to be irish dancing and this modern type of beautiful dancing (laughs) and well you can imagine now when we got there that we felt a bit taken aback at the sight of the place perhaps or especially of the people that were behind the doors when we opened them they were all maybe twice our age and really, really, really happy to see us there. And of course we had already gone into the room and we could not very well, like turn around and say, okay, sorry, bye. So we had to kind of stick through it. But to us, it was a very funny thing Like we tried not to look at each other because we knew we would start laughing and maybe i have to explain at this point that i grew up without real connection to grandparents they had either passed on or they were living in a different continent so i wasn't very much used to mingle amongst generations i would mostly be together with people my age or with people my brother's age or friends of my parents but nothing really above that or not too much of course with friends of my parents but that wasn't a very big thing in my culture or in the culture where i grew up in for most part of my life in switzerland so we were a bit worried about what would happen and anyway they started breaking us apart of course because we couldn't you could not put two beginners together doing sets, of course. We had no idea what we got into. Um, there were figures and of course we didn't understand what we are supposed to do and they were all doing kind of steps in between and they were pulling us around and grabbing our hands and turning us around and everything and it was just so overwhelming and for us as young teenagers very very awkward. and. The people were super friendly and they kept encouraging us and saying, that's great. It's fantastic. Keep that going. And luckily enough, there was one move that I was already familiar with. That was the swing move. Cause when I was living over close to Buffalo, New York state in the United States of America, I had been in contact with contra dancing. And I remember someone saying that I should just imagine being on a wee scooter that one foot would be on the scooter, respectively, in place, while the other one would be used for acceleration purposes, respectively, would be used to be turning around in the swing. And that made sense, and I could practice that there, and I very much enjoyed that figure, that movement. It was just very clear to me then, so I was very glad that there was at least something that I understood, something that I knew how to do during that set dancing class and i have for some reason i have a very vague memory of the rest i just remember the people being so friendly and really smiling and really happily looking at us i think hoping that we would join their group in the future and go regularly and they were eagerly looking at us and say you'll come back right you'll be coming back next week and we were like yeah sure we'll come we'll come but You can imagine, we were so embarrassed and we left that venue anyway and for about five minutes we just were holding our bellies laughing and laughing and laughing because we were just so overwhelmed and so embarrassed and we didn't we didn't know what to make out of it. We had never mingled with people from another generation before really like in that extent and thinking back looking back at it now it's quite funny to me because now i basically only hang around with people that are nearly twice my age and everything and i love it i feel so comfortable around them and they're the best dancers ever and i just enjoy so much spending time with them hearing stories from them dancing with them looking at the way they carry themselves while dancing looking at the way they're stepping about while dancing doing set dancing or irish step dancing or any of them dancing any dance any dance really and now to me that is normal whereas back then that was like my first contact with set dancing and with a social type of dance because i wouldn't have done any type of social dancing until that point and it was only a few years well not really a few years maybe yeah no thinking about it, it was ten years later ten years later that I ended up somewhere else in West Cork I remember I had traveled to Bally the hub especially for that heritage festival that I read somewhere on a flyer because it said there would be dancing on. So I was very curious and I wanted to dance or I wanted to see the dancing at least. And I remember going there and the first part of the festival happened and there was no dancing. And then it, there was a tea break and then someone asked me, are you enjoying this? Where are you from? Are you enjoying this? And I said, well, I'm really enjoying this, but I was hoping for some dancing. It said on the fly, there would be dancing. And the person seemed a bit confused, like, oh, yeah, did it say that on the flyer? Oh, maybe we can find some dancers. Like, I think it wasn't even planned at all, but it said Irish music and dance. So they scrambled around a few people, but they didn't have enough people. Like, they needed, they, were, they had three people, so they were like, do you dance? I said, well, I do Irish step dancing. And they were like, oh, you'll be fine and then i said but i'm not familiar with what you're doing like what are you oh this is set dancing but you'll be fine we'll do we'll do half set of a connemara and i just remember that that name the connemara and they said oh it's very straightforward You'll, you'll manage if you know how to irish dance you'll manage and um i think there was one set dancer from holland another set dancer i don't remember and there was one young lady from Germany that was living in the area and they were lovely dancers and I was thrown into that Connemara half set and had the best of fun and thought Jesus this is really nice and I ended up meeting many of them people from that area and they were very friendly and there was there was something else going on then, I think in Baltimore, where I was staying at the hostel. And I was staying somewhere with the session. And then the young German lady had texted me and said, or oh, you should come over to this place. They're dancing here. We're dancing. Where are you? So, of course, immediately I left the one pop with the music and went to the other one just by, right by the harbor or something. It was quite a big, nice one, a nice big venue. And there was a session going on by adults that had started learning their instruments as adults and I very much liked that and found that very encouraging especially later when I picked up instruments myself I thought this is, this is fabulous because I thought everybody would play since they're a child and if you don't play since you're a child you will not be able to keep up so that had a big impact on me as well and I remember that night, well, I don't remember what kind of dances we did, like in, set, in regards of sets. But there were loads of wonderful dancers there. And I remember this one man, Paddy was his name. We had danced in his kitchen either that year or the year after. He ended up at a kitchen session somewhere at his house, dancing the blackbird anyway. <laughs> I just remember his name was Paddy. And he said, I'll show you a dance, shoot a donkey, do you know that one? And I hadn't a clue what he, he meant but they were playing shoot the donkey anyway and he showed that dance to me and I believe that was the first two hand dance I ever saw experienced and did myself which I very much enjoyed and because it was it's a pretty straightforward nice tune and dance so I remember doing that with them and especially that night I remember we were having a ball everybody was whooping and We were doing sunsets, I couldn't really name you what exactly, but at some point as well, we were just in a circle and everybody was dancing and one at a time, nearly like in African dances, and one at a time somebody would go into the middle and do a few steps or show something and do something and everybody around would kind of dance along in a circle and especially when somebody would do high kicks, like kick their leg high up or something. They would be whooping and happy out and there was a fabulous atmosphere. And we had a ball. And I remember looking at the clock and it was three o'clock in the morning by the time we left. And I loved the idea, like just thinking to myself, thinking, Jesus, I just spent one of the best nights ever with people that are from a completely different generation than I was. And we partied and danced until three o'clock in the morning with not one drop of alcohol, like nobody was drinking pints or anything. They were all on orange juice and water and my wadi and whatnot. And I just loved it. I just felt so comfortable in that ambience and in that company that I decided to look up set dancing again back in switzerland and that's when i started i think i had my first set dancing workshop then in switzerland in 2010 or nine must have been january 2010 but i remember it was tony ryan the set dancing teacher from galway and he was my very first Said dancing teacher and he was the most wonderful best teacher and very accommodating very precise very gentle in a manner of in his manner of teaching and i just so very much enjoyed it and i got hooked ever since and it's funny actually i'm telling the story now because i just met up with tony there for tea and stories and <laughs> so if you're hearing this tony this is a big hello from me to you and a big hug from me to you (laughs) and yeah it's fun because like 10 years or 11 years later after that first experience of awkwardness I was in the very same venue then dancing with probably the same people I was dancing then not recognizing them of course until until much later than I, I thought maybe at least the one person I would have recognized and I would have remembered anyway that it was her and that was very nice to realize that maybe back then sometimes maybe I wish I would have started that early I would be much better but I just wasn't ready and wasn't mature enough to understand the beauty of mingling amongst generations and learning from other people that are from a younger generation even now if I mingle with people that are half my age or that are children, I always learn something from them. And no matter what age, it's just about connecting with each other and finding the same passion and the same love for something that you're interested in. And I'm very glad anyway, I'm very glad that that is something that I learned while growing older anyway. And who knows, perhaps this might inspire other people to let down boundaries, to let down prejudices, perhaps, or to step over their own shadow, over their own awkwardness, and give it a go. Because many times I remember I would ask my friends, my step dancing friends, come on to Akali. And I would kind of see in their reaction, they would be like, eh, I don't know, I don't know, but isn't that just elderly people? And I was just. Shaking my head and just telling them, listen, just come to Akeli and be met with a lot of reluctance. And I wouldn't blame them because, I mean, I think I would be the same if had I not known. But every time after I manage, after years of begging them and finally being able to drag them to Akeli, either in Switzerland or in Ireland, sometimes it happened as well, they would be delighted. They'll be like, this was so much fun. And the only thing I would tell them is, see, I told you. You have been listening to an episode of Ihyowai, a storytelling podcast by Shkelta Dosa. I hope you've enjoyed this evening's story. Feel free to pass it on to anyone you think might enjoy this or be happy about a bit of entertainment now during the winter months. If you wish to support my projects, you may send a wee donation to paypal.me slash I always appreciate every cent. The music you hear is Fairy Garden by Chris Collins And you can find it on IndieMusicBox.com I will see you again next Sunday. Have a lovely night and a good start into the next week tomorrow. Ihyowai.